Okay, so pay attention because I'm about to share something that will literally change your life. I'm not kidding, I'm not exaggerating, and I don't think you're gonna hear it anywhere else. One of my clients messaged me, he's at a, a conference, he's doing some pretty awesome stuff. He messaged me and he said, man, there's a lot of opportunity here. And my response to him was, go seize it. And here, I'm, gonna, I'm about to tell you what you need to know. Opportunity is sh Opportunity means nothing. There's really no value whatsoever in opportunity. All that's out there is your choice or choice to act or choice to do nothing. You could be surrounded by all of the opportunity in the world, but if you don't choose to go out there and grab it and approach somebody and ask them for business, the opportunity doesn't mean anything. And that's what I, I don't think ever, anyone who's ever taught me sales or anything, I don't think anyone's ever told me that. When I worked at Dell, I uh, got a lot of business because of the name on the building. It wasn't my name, it was established reputation. But when you are building your own coaching practice, your own web design studio, your own marketing, whatever, you have no name, you have no brand recognition. And honestly, you don't really have any opportunities either. All you have is the decision to go out there and make things happen. Hi, and welcome to the Ellery Wells Show, where real entrepreneurs talk about real problems and real goals and real solutions to help you start, build, and grow your business. I'm your host, Ellery Wells. Welcome to the show. Hey, so that was a little bit of one of my Snapchat stories the other day. You know, I am I am really enjoying the Snapchat platform. No hashtags. It's, it just seems to be more fun than some of the other social media tools out there. Yeah, it, there. I think the uh, the learning curve is is there, uh, but um, I guess it's there on every platform. So we uh, we couldn't necessarily be too critical of that. So t you heard me talking about opportunity. My client messaged me. There's a lot of opportunity. That's fantastic, but it it's like. I don't know. I, I, you like you know I like analogies. There's a field of flowers, but that doesn't make a, bou a bouquet. You know, it there's there's a lot of materials, but it doesn't create anything. The fact that there is opportunity there is uh, maybe it's a salt a, a false security blanket that's actually keeping you from doing things that you want to do and keeping you from accomplishing the things that uh, that you want to accomplish. Oh yeah, there's there's plenty of opportunity, but you don't do anything. There's a lot of opportunity here, but I'm too afraid to talk to anybody or I'm too afraid that my idea will get stolen so I don't share it with anybody or I will only share it with you if you sign a non-disclosure agreement or I can get to it tomorrow because there's a lot of opportunity. Do you see how this becomes a problem? And whenever this guy got back from from the conference, I really encouraged him to not just talk about starting the conversation. He kept saying, let's start the conversation. I'll, I'll get in touch with them and so we can start the conversation. Have the conversation. Don't start it. Have it. Schedule a time to close the deal, set the meeting, get on the calendar, and and move forward. Too many people talk, 
not enough people do. And as you go throughout your entrepreneurial journey, where at whatever stage you're on, maybe you already have a business or maybe you're just starting out, it doesn't matter. But wherever you are on this journey, you will find a lot of people who's <laughs> like I said, you know, I like in analogies. Maybe their mouths are bigger than their feet in their hands. Uh, what I mean by that is they can talk a big game, talk about their ideas, all the fantastic things that they are going to do or they want to do, but the parts of them that actually do the work, the feet that do the walking, the hands that do the building, typing, writing, whatever, they those are significantly underdeveloped. I'll tell you a quick story. I, I used to do some meetups here in the local area here in Round Rock, Texas. And I met a guy. He came to one of my meetups and he kept saying, well, that's no problem. I can do that pretty quick. I need to figure out X, Y, Z. And we're saying, no, it's, you act, you have to do these things. And you'll see, you'll see this in your life. As you start doing things, it's like a boat on the water. Man, I told him I'm, I'm full of these analogies today. It's like a boat on the water. If it's moving, it's creating waves. It's creating a wake in all of the things that this boat is going through. As you do that, as you become this this boat moving through the water and you're doing something, you're going somewhere, you will ruffle feathers, you will make waves, and there will be people that you will come across that are just like who I'm talking about. If you haven't found them yet, you just haven't been doing it long enough, or maybe you're just not talking to enough people. There are too many people out there who could talk a big game but when it comes down to it, they they don't do anything. And that's what I want to want to share with you is just do something. Opportunity doesn't really mean much of anything uh, except for the possibility of maybe something happening somewhere down the road. And that's that's super vague. That's a very passive statement. And uh, if that's how you look at business, your success is going to be vague. And it's going to be passive. And it's just not going to really be there. And it's not going to make much of an impact. So that's a couple real-life stories from, from me. Now, when it comes to opportunity, I want to share something else with you. How do you figure out... Let's say there is an opportunity out there. Maybe it's just now hitting your radar and you aren't quite sure uh, what to do with it. You aren't you don't know if it's something to pursue or not. But I'm going to share with you my rule of 3. It's nothing groundbreaking, but it is how I decide on whether or not uh, uh something gets my attention. If a a book or or a person or a podcast or a project or something like that. How do you decide whether or not you should pursue that and give it your attention? Think about that for a minute. And I'm going to share with you my rule of three. And if you follow the blog, you might have seen me touch on this the other day, but I'm going to expand on it. If you go to, uh, oh, that's, that's an ugly link. I did not pretty link this page, but if you go to the blog, you'll be able to see this. Uh, when I'm talking about uh, building a business uh, note for my personal journey. But my rule of three goes something like this. I have a general philosophy that guides me as I try to figure out what should get my interest. If I encounter something once, like if a friend recommends a book or a restaurant or even a movie, you ever have someone say, oh, you should check that out, and you kind of dismiss the idea, but then a couple more people think 
or recommend them that movie and you decided to rent it from Redbox, that's what I'm talking about. If I hear it once, it's not a big deal. If I come across the same thing a second time, well, I start to become kind of interested in it. And if the same author, movie, restaurant, uh, food style, uh, tool, WordPress plugin, whatever, if it comes across my path a third time, I, I have triggered my mind. I've put this subconscious analysis into play where I really start to pay attention. And sometimes it means buying something, sometimes it doesn't. But if I, if I get a recommendation three times, it's, it's probably, uh, God or the universe or whatever fill in your f- philosophical belief there telling you you should pay attention. And in the context of, of the blog post, and I'll, I'll share you, share this with you as well, because this is a, a new win for me since I wrote this, this post. But in the context of, of this, I had the opportunity uh, about a year and a half ago, or the, this is the first time this opportunity came to, to mind or it was presented to me was to create this done for you type website service. And there's a lot of us entrepreneurs out there that we want to do things on our own. We want to build something from scratch. And the, the, <laughs> more analogies here, but the analogy story, there's, they're about the same things. I don't feel too bad. I'm going to tell the story and it's, uh, it's an analogy for life. Someone told me this story and it is, it is stuck with me and I have shared it in, uh, at least one mastermind group. So it's, it's relevant. So I'm going to share it with you. So imagine you and a friend. Maybe it's your spouse or whatever. Go out to eat at a fancy dinner. And it's a seafood place. If you don't like seafood, just imagine I'm saying steak or I almost said fish. Uh, <laughs> imagine it's steak or tofu or ugh. anyway, imagine you go out to this fancy restaurant and there's the waiter comes and hands you a menu and he's going over the specials and he says, Oh, there's this, there's this grilled, uh, grilled salmon with capers and lemon and butter sauce. And it just sounds fantastic. And you, you don't need to look at the, the menu anymore. You have decided you are going to get the chef's special. It'll hit the spot. It sounds delicious. So you decide to order it. All right. And the waiter walks away. A couple minutes later, he comes back with the chef in tow and he says, all right, let's go back to the kitchen. We're going to make your fish. Now, how many of us want to go to a restaurant and have that experience. I know I don't. If I'm going to cook, I'm not really going to leave home. Or I might be camping. But I'm not going to go to a restaurant and expect to do anything myself. I want to go in, place my order, get what I want, enjoy it, and leave. How many of us as entrepreneurs go into that type of situation and we want to show people how to do it? We maybe are natural teachers, but we should also balance that with being natural doers. And a lot of people, myself included, maybe you're one of them, will be willing to pay a premium to not have to do it themselves. So 18 months ago, I had this business opportunity 
I'll put a link into it to my my business site. By the way, I, Ellery Wells is not my my business name. Of course, that's my name and the blog name. But I own Dwizzywid Media, and you can go to dwizzywidmedia.com or you can go to elleriewells.com slash show four. It sounds like a French word, show four, like chauffeur. Show four. You can go to elleriewells.com slash show four and you can see all of the links. But that's what I what I created over there is a done for you service. It's a white glove service that allows entrepreneurs to focus on other things. And a business partner, oddly enough, the one with really, with having some tremendous success right now and who is, who is, uh, surrounded by opportunity. He and I are working on this together. But I, I first got introduced to this concept, this idea, this possibility, uh, a year and a half ago, maybe, maybe closer to a year ago. And then a few months ago, it came up again. And then just about 60 days ago, it came up yet a third, maybe actually even fourth time. And I decided it was time to stop thinking about doing this and start doing it. And in most things, I mean, think about, think about different ideas that have become really popular over the last few years. And hopefully this will help you dismiss the idea of being an imposter. If you've ever heard or felt the uh, uh, term imposter syndrome, you'll know what I'm talking about. A lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs have it. But think about Uber. And anybody could have had that idea. I mean, really, it'd be like just building up this weird network and saying, if you need a ride, I'll take you. We did it in college. Uh, we did it in, uh, in high school when we needed to get somewhere. I uh, would just say, who's, who's going to Taco Bueno for lunch? And can I bum a ride from you? It's that kind of thing. So this idea didn't necessarily, uh, wasn't, the idea wasn't revolutionary, but it did revolutionize how transportation took place. And as you're thinking about your opportunities, you don't have to think of something completely new. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can just find uh, a better way to do things. Like uh, as they say on Shark Tank, a couple t- um, every once in a while, they create a better mousetrap. And so anyone could do what we do at WYSIWYG Media, but how many people out there actually took the steps to make it happen? I'm not going to sell you on my idea. I know a lot of people out there, this isn't necessarily something that you would be interested in whatsoever. But when you're looking to come up with your product or your service and don't think this is already done pretty well, uh, I, I'm not even going to try. Or I've shared this idea or this is a, a an amalgamation, I think that's the right word, an amalgamation of a dozen people's ideas. It's not really my own. I mean, of course, you don't want to plagiarize or, or copy and paste something. But here's the thing. Most people don't do anything. I'm going to let that sink in for just a half a second. Most people don't do anything. If you see... Uh, somebody who is successful, you will, you will usually see the results of their actions. When you, when you judge their success, you're not necessarily judging their effort. You're judging their results. So you're, you are witnessing their actions or the result of their actions, not the result of their ideas because ideas are cheap. I used to not agree. I used to think that ideas were, were where the value was, but 
I have come to learn just because people come to me with ideas all the time, not necessarily for me to do something, but for themselves to do something. And I say, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Go do it. And then they never do. And do you know why they never do it? Because they say they don't have enough time. So I took the, uh, the Snapchat from earlier, which by the way, I realized just how of a uh, ferocious air conditioning I must have in my car. It sounded like I was in a blizzard. I apologize for that. I could not edit it out without making it sound really weird and distorted. Like I was talking through a soup can inside of a cave with a uh, with a pillow over my face. So <laughs> imagine imagine me with a pillow over my face trying to talk through a can uh, for half a second while I pull up this audio. But this is the the second part of it. Uh, it, it when when people are deciding what to do with their opportunity, trying to trying to determine whether or not they will uh, follow it or take action, they usually come across this idea of time and they lie to themselves and it keeps them from doing the things that they want to do so that they can do the things that they love to do and we'll share this with you let's cue the music we'll go right in i want to tell you something else today seems to be the day of epic rants but this is important too another life changer this this lie that you keep saying to yourself and to other people that you don't have time or you don't have enough time is killing you. So here's the thing. We all have the exact same amount of time in each day. We all know that, right? We're not stupid. We all know that because we all have the exact same time in the day. And if you asked a really successful person, like, do you think Bill Gates just has time laying around? I know a lot of you guys, including myself, are are fans of Gary Vaynerchuk. Do you think he has time, just extra time laying around? So here's the funny punchline that you're probably not willing to admit to yourself. We all have the same amount and none of us have enough time, but there are people out there who still get shit. How do you like them apples? Same amount of time, we're all busy, but there are people out there who get things done. That's a swift kick in the, in the pants, isn't it? I don't have time to, to exercise, to read, to write, to build my business. And that's what I'll leave you with today. I, uh, I in my blog post about this a similar topic, I kind of apologize for being frustrated. And I'll, I'll, I'll throw it out there. It's kind of a uh, half apology because it's, uh, not, it's not like I'm sorry that I said this. It's this, it's more about it. I'm sorry to put it right in your face because I have people who come up to me and talk to me about all the things that they want to do. They want to buy a house in Costa Rica and rent it out, or they want to start a blog, or they want to make money online, or they make, they want to make money while they're sleeping, or they want to get a promotion. Or they want to start a podcast, or they want to write a book, or they want to become a coach. 
I'm, I'm trying to hit a few things here because these are all examples that I've been been given on a platter from listeners just like you. So I'm trying to cover the gamut in case I miss one that applies directly to you. I get these requests, these goal things with from people who listen to the show, who read the blog. They want to do things, but they don't. And it 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 hurts. It hurts them and it hurts me. It's and it's hurting you. These goals that you have for yourself, but you make excuses. Oh, I, I'm I'm getting frustrated tr- right now because I'm I'm just getting flashes of people's faces in my head as I talk about this. Maribel, Steve, Amy, Mike. All of these people who have come to me and told me the things that they want to accomplish, the things that they want to get done, but they are not willing to make the sacrifices in order to put the pieces into place or they're not willing to knock over that first domino that that starts the the transition of all of the other ones they're not willing to give away, give up the good things so that they can focus and enjoy and have the great things and it it gets me fired up um it give it gets me fired up so i i don't apologize for saying this i i maybe i shouldn't apologize at all because i i can't dream your dream for you i can't do it for you and no one is going to take your successes personally or approach it with as much enthusiasm or dedication as you will you have to make things happen for yourself you have to do it you have to go out there and find the people who are are dying of thirst and will help you realize that you have the water that they're looking for. That's what business is. That's what entrepreneurs do. We see a need and we meet it. And right now, because you are not doing what you know you need to be doing, someone out there is suffering. That's a conversation that I have had with a couple of my mastermind groups. And there's always a moment of silence after that because each, because the members kind of rev- reflect on the gravity of that statement so i will say it again there are people out there suffering because you haven't gotten your crap together and put out your product on how to get out of debt on how to manage a business better on how to manage your life better on how to become a better husband on how to uh, whatever there's someone out there whose life is a little more crappy today because you were afraid, you didn't have time, you had to watch another episode of The Blacklist, or Last Man Standing, those last two are me last night. <laughs> but when you put it into context of a real situation of a real person out there who's hurting because we just we needed to sleep a little bit more or we needed to go a little bit earlier to bed or fill in the blank and that's uh that's a personal struggle for me as i enjoy i I work hard and i play hard and i wish i could work hard all the time but i've been burned out even working on my own business so i want to tell you that's okay as well but every time i sometimes i just got to stand up and leave the office where i am right now 
I've just I've got to go to the other room. I've got to sit in a different chair. I've got to look at a different screen. I've got to read a book. I've got to do something else. And it's okay to be burned out, and I don't want you to be burned out. But that can happen even when you're doing what you love. But every time you step away and take your eyes off the ball, somebody feels somebody else feels the impact of that decision. And as we as we wrap up, I don't want to I don't want to just like throw out this weird serious note, but but even when you're having fun, business building is a serious thing, and it can be fun. It is fun. Uh, it um, it can be a bunch of happy things. But keep in mind that because you're not out there taking photos for your business, if you're a photographer, you, you know a, a bride is not getting to enjoy her wedding photography, or they're getting to having to settle for someone else. Or if you are taking pictures of homes, somebody's not finding their dream home because they can't find it online. Do you see how some of these things have real-world applications? Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up today because it's it's getting a little bit heavy in here, and I want to, I want to lighten the mood. I'm ready to listen to my, my closing music because I love it. So I'm going to cue it up. It's going to play in the background here for a minute. Uh, I'm going to throw a couple things out, out, out at you. If you want to see all the links that we talked about, there weren't a whole lot in this episode, go to elleriewells.com slash show4. S-H-O-W and the number four. And you'll get to see a link to my rule of three and how you can maybe apply that uh, to your life. If you are an iPhone, Android, whatever, we've got links to iTunes and Stitcher. I want to also invite you to check me out on Snapchat. Uh, just because you'll you'll get uh, some of this information maybe more live. You'll get a more interactive uh, experience. And you'll have the opportunity to see really behind the scenes of me and uh, what it takes to build my business. And you can kind of follow along on this journey of, uh, of building this Dwizzywid media business that I've had for a few years and really increasing the revenue, how I'm doing that and those kinds of things. One last thing I want to mention to you, my book is almost done. Exit Strategy, the exact tactics to transition from where you have to be where you want to be is almost done. I'll put a link at elleriewells.com slash show four, but pre-orders are available. I've got it for a stupid low price. It's only nine bucks, and that includes shipping. I'm going to probably be packing those up myself. I cannot tell you how excited I am to buy like a box of 300 of these things. I'm excited. The first uh, person other than myself got to read it uh, a couple weeks ago, and the reviews were good. So I'm excited to share that with you. Thanks for listening. Check me out in iTunes and Stitcher. Leave a rating and review. I know, blah, blah, blah. I said I wasn't going to say that. But those do really help out the show. And one last thing. The second is like the really last thing. If you listen to this, I would love to get your feedback. I'll put a link on show4 slash show4. But I have a survey that I do every year, and if you haven't taken it yet, I would love for you to take it and share your thoughts with me on what I can do better, what I do well, and how I can best serve you. So go to elleriewells.com show four, and you'll find the link to that. I'm your host, Ellery Wells. Thank you for listening to The Ellery Wells Show. Have an awesome day. Have an awesome day.